Hey, hey, everyone. This is the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kim Seltzer, a dating and makeover expert, where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Why didn't he ask me out again? Was it something I said? Where are all the quality men? Will I ever be able to find the right guy? If these are some of the questions you've been asking yourself, ladies, and you are looking to deepen and strengthen your dating skills so you attract the right one, I am so excited to invite you to check out my brand new audio course. This may be why you suck at dating. And I will help you learn to get out of your head and into his bed. Now, this mini podcast series is filled with juicy audio-only episodes, which you can access right here and listen as you do my podcasts. It's a deep dive into my five dating archetypes, what strengths each one has, and how to leverage it all to go into the dating scene like the queen that you are and get treated like one. Join now. It's only $47 and get instant access to exclusive episodes where I go deep with five women, just like my Coaching with Kim episodes. I explore their strengths and weaknesses. I share the biggest and simplest ways to get started rocking the dating scene and meeting your right match. You're also going to get exclusive workbooks like my Flirt and Social Planning Guide, a free coaching session, discount to my services, and a whole lot more. If you've ever thought, I wish I knew what I was doing wrong after failed dating experiences, you'll definitely want to check this out. It is dead simple. It's super cool. It takes no more than 30 seconds. So click the link, purchase it, and then choose the link of the podcast player you want to use. You can listen anywhere in any app. Enjoy. Have you been obsessing over your love life and how it's not working and you wonder why nothing is changing? Well, what if I told you a lot of it has to do with the power of focus? Focus means you're paying attention. Focus means you're getting things accomplished. Focus means it's paying attention to a particular thought, a task, a goal for a specified amount of time without allowing distractions to break your concentration. Now, that's easier said than done in the land of Bumble and Tinder, right? And people are swiping away dates and relationships in the virtual buffet of choice and possibility. There is so much distraction out there. There's tons of choices. There's, you know, phones with vast information at our fingertips, social media, painting perfect pictures of happy couples and a zillion experts and friends giving you advice on what the right thing to do. And it's causing, now I'm not going to have this be an official diagnosis, but there should be a diagnosis of ADD dating syndrome. And when you lose focus, you're not clear on your intentions or goals around dating. Your interactions will become disconnected and guess what? We'll lack chemistry. I see it happen all the time. So that vicious perpetual cycle of swiping starts all over again, right? Because you had a shitty date, but you weren't focused. So how could it be good? So if you learn how to focus your mind on the love you want, you will attract the right partner for you. I have a client who I've been working with and she has the absolute wrong focus because, you know, she already has given up on dating and she has just gotten started. And a little background story is that, you know, she didn't date a lot. And 
the only experience she had was in this really toxic relationship she had been in. It was a long-term relationship and it ended really badly. So she was paralyzed in this fear to get back out there and she didn't know how to date. So we, you know, of course we worked on the outside stuff just to gain her sexy confidence. We got her new wardrobe. We worked on her profile. We got new pictures and for her, it was laborious, but it was really, really necessary. And she felt accomplished because she was focused on that. But then it came to launching, right? She was launching her online profile and she went right out of the gate having like multiple conversations and already she's grown frustrated due to the lack of men asking her out. Well, I said, all right, let me look at your text exchanges with the guys. Let me see how you are navigating, you know, Bumble. And I think she was on OkCupid too. And I saw exactly what was happening. She was losing focus, but her focus wasn't in the right place. So it wasn't that she wasn't focused on the online dating, but it was her mission where she was losing focus. So she was constantly firing questions, spending endless hours, you know, swiping and just trying to land dates for the purposes of her homework assignment. And she also was not answering some of the men's questions and just reaching out to a bunch of them with the same questions over and over again. And in the meantime, she was also building a side business. She's working on her day job. So her conclusion is online dating just doesn't work for her. And so we dissected the conversations and we talked about the lack of connection and personal sharing she was doing. In fact, and I'm not kidding, one guy actually thought she was a bot because she kept firing questions over and over again and she wasn't sharing anything. There was no conversation or emotional connection. So she didn't answer some really good guys either because, well, I asked her, well, why didn't you ask, you know, why didn't you answer this guy? She said, well, Kim, they just weren't hot. I'm like, okay, (laughs) we have to have an intervention here. Um, She, as we started talking, then she kind of, you know, we're peeling away the layers and she came clean. She said, look, I, I think I'm scared. And I think I'm just going through the motions just to kind of fulfill the assignment of launching and being online. And I asked her, well, okay, what is your mission right now? What is your focus? And she answered, well, I want to go on dates. I really do. And I, and I just want to feel confident. I want to feel good about myself. And she's like, but deep down, I'm really scared of getting hurt again. And so she was self-sabotaging and that lack of focus. And this is what the interesting thing is about the lack of focus was a way of protecting herself. So allowing distractions in is a way of avoiding rejection and failure often. And as the Jedi Knight stated so eloquently in Star Wars, your focus determines your reality. It's true. If you let your attention jump from one date to another, you will have a busy, fractured, and probably unhealthy or disconnected dates. If you focus entirely on your mission and what you are wanting, you will get better results and you will have fun doing it. I promise. I see it happen over and over again because you are clearly focused on what you set out to do. Now with me on the line today is an amazing woman who knows the power of focus. I can't wait to have this conversation. She is the 
charismatic host of the positive thought provoking podcast, the millionaire women show. And I had the privilege to be on. It's awesome is she's committed to enriching the leadership potential of her clients and uncovering their true personal power so they can achieve the measurable success they desire in business and in life. In today's world of impersonal electronic communication, this award-winning three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach wisely places the emphasis back on effective people skills. I love this, such as posing of questions that promote insight and interaction and the productive channeling of emotional energy towards the problem and solving it. After graduating with distinction, having earned a Bachelor of Science in Nursing, she spent many years as a clinical manager excelling in leadership development. And before founding her company, a world-class training and consulting venture focused on helping inspiring business owners and solopreneurs develop the winning success habits that transform human potential into sustainable profits. Welcome, Deborah Kazowski. Thank Thank you so much, Kim. I can't wait to hang out with you here on your show. I know. I know. Okay. So I, I can see her. You all can't see her. And I I promise we'll do like a Instagram live. She has red on and she literally, right. You put on red thinking this was going to be video because you and I have talked about the power of red and, and she's blonde. And I love red. It's my my power color. (laughs) And red loves you, honey. Yeah, no, I know it. it, Talk about the power. Well, I want to talk about the power of focus. And you and I have a lot of like similarities in the way we, you know, approach and help people. And I, you have a lot of talents. You have all this like background and education. I wonder, like, how did you find your focus? Just like with business and and what you do today. I think what it is, Kim, is is really sitting back and asking yourself, what is it that you truly want? And, you know, for a lot of the people that you work with, I would think the same thing in what is it that would make that perfect relationship? And I know, Mm. you know, it's not going to be perfect because all relationships are works in progress and there will be times of friction, but it's how you move through those times of friction. That's really where the success comes through and strengthens the relationship. So I think when people take time to sit down and just write out, what is it I truly want? What is the outcome? How do I want to feel? And thinking about what's influencing the thought, like when you gave the preamble about, you know, self-sabotaging, it's so easy to go Mm -hmm. into a place of protection, be like a turtle in a shell and, you know, put our head inside, tuck our feet and, you know, arms inside and think that we're safe. Mm-hmm. And I think we really need to, confidence comes from stepping out and stepping up to really being clear on what we want. And I know when I've worked with clients, you know, it could be as simple as sitting down with them and asking them, what do they want? What do they want? Every two to three minutes for the next 10 to 15 mm-hmm. until finally like, this is what I want. <laughs> and I'm like, good. So now let's go through the list because you need to have that little bit of what, what I, we refer to as creative tension to really think about what it is you want and have no way of filtering it. If I put that pressure on you and it's just a gentle pressure by repeating the same question over and over, but what comes out on the paper makes you step back and say, okay, let's look at this list and 
it'll help me discover what it is I truly want, but it really goes down deeper to what, how do I want to feel when I'm with this person? Mm, I love that. And it's true, but you know, I think that, you know, at least with my clients, I think they go in with good intentions thinking they know what they want, but it often changes because it, they're, what they think they want is different than what they truly want. And that's that's what I, I wonder, like, I mean, for you personally, did did you always know what you want? Like, did it come easy for you? Um, in, depending on what it was, in some cases, yes. In some cases, there was opportunities that came to me that maybe I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um I think when I'm really clear on what I value, what's important Mm. to me at the core, you know, integrity, um, for people to be philanthropic, things like that. When you start looking at your core values of what you stand for, what you're willing to stand up for, that's when you can tell whether you're clear. Because whenever there's a misalignment, whenever you're out of focus, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel it. You're going to feel uh, foggy. You're going to feel not clear. You're not going to have trouble making decisions. So when you can get yourself to a place of this is matches what I want and trusting your gut, knowing that, you know, when you hear that whisper tell you that, no, not the one, pay attention. Or if you start noticing red flags, um, like delayed texts, And, you know, not that you wouldn't inquire, but it's really about noticing those little things that are giving you those signs, whether or not something's going to work or not. And I think when it comes to really getting that power of focus Mm -hmm. is really has to do with being present. Mm. Yeah, that is true. And the present, like in the example that I shared in the beginning of the show with that woman, she wasn't present. She was just kind of going through the motions, you know, of swiping and saying, okay, it's not working. (laughs) And, and, And here's the thing that I find that's interesting too. And it kind of goes back to what people think they know what they want versus what they truly do want. Um, there's another woman I'm working with and she also, she hasn't dated in a really long time. And because of that, there was almost like this time warp. And so she was going after some of these guys online on Bumble who were like 15 years younger than her. And she, again, she was getting really frustrated with this. She's like, this, this doesn't work. Like these guys, you know, that I'm not having good conversations and that kind of thing. And she was, she was kind of going at dating. Like she was still in her twenties, which was the last time she dated. And, and now she's, you know, in her I don't know. She's maybe 40. So it was like a time warp. So what she thought she wanted and and was going after was, was not really congruent with who she was presently. So to your point, she wasn't really present with who who she was and what she was going after. So anyway, the funniest thing is, do you know, she didn't even pay attention to the ages. So when we looked back (laughs) on her profile, I'm like, Oh my gosh, do you realize that all of these guys who you're having these disconnected conversations with who are not asking you out are literally 15 years younger? She goes, oh my God, I didn't even realize. She was going for the pretty face. 
you know, so I, I, you know, I wonder, like, are there any exercises that you do with people in gaining that clarity to be present with what they want? Well, one of the, the exercises is doing, you know, asking them what they want, that drill, yeah. of, you know, every few minutes. The other thing is to have them describe their perfect day and not just perfect day. Let's say it would be the perfect date. Or if it's three to four years down the road, what would you be doing and be, how would you be showing up in the world and on a day with your partner is what I would use in that scenario and have them describe it in detail. Like what are the activities that you would do? What are the things that you'd like to do? Or even creating a vision board of that mate would be something I, I would challenge people to do. I remember several, several years ago, I was doing a vision board workshop and this lady was holding a picture of this lady in a wedding dress. Mm -hmm. She goes, I don't even know why I cut this out. Why, why am I even bothering? And I just looked at her and I just said, because you don't believe you deserve it. And mm -hmm. she looked at me and she's like, oh, wow. How did you know that? Mm -hmm. And when people do these exercises, it often really opens up some rich dialogue and exchange of what is it that I truly want? Am I emotionally connected to the pictures that I put on the vision board? People like to make a pretty picture, but if they're not connected to the images on the board of that ideal mate of what they're looking for, they're not going to find it. And when they look at that board, they're going to be in disbelief that it's possible for them or it's a disbelief that, you know what, it's just a picture, right? So you want to be able, mm -hmm. when you do these exercises, you, there is an emotional connection. It has to have some meaning to you to create that focus. Because when we have meaning attached to something, we are motivated, motivated, and we can see the momentum because we can say, oh, look, look at this. And often, like when you said, you know, when people are looking 15 years back, this is something that I've just learned from, you know, emotional intelligence as well is finding that people go to a place of where they last remember. So you said, you know, she hadn't dated in this many years yes. or what she feels she was missing from that time frame. Who was she then? So emotionally, when it comes to relationships, she might be sitting at that age thinking this is how things are, you know, and not even realizing all the experiences and education and interactions that she's had that have made her who she is today. So it's really comes down to getting to know who you are, getting clear on what you want. And then when you sit down with that person at that date, you can have a really meaningful conversation about getting to know them for who they are, because you're so clear on who you are. I love that. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought the whole emotional intelligence into this and in ways of like, you know, connecting with, with what things mean to you. That's so important. I, you know, when I teach people, when I do these wing girl sessions, you know, I go out with them and I teach people how to have conversations. And I have this whole formula that I walk people through that moves conversations from the head to more those heartfelt conversations. And I find it's exactly what you said. When people are not emotionally connected to conversations or what, what it is that they want, that's when the disconnect happens, you know, and, and there's a lack of, you know, 
moving on with that interaction. So if a woman is trying to make a connection with a man, he's not going to feel her or have that chemistry with her if, if she's not emotionally connected to him. So, cause I know you and I both do a lot of work with emotional intelligence. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that in relation to your work too? Sure. So when, when we're thinking about emotional intelligence, there's so many different facets. And one yeah. of the biggest ones is impulsiveness, you know, to mm. think about what you're going to say before you, you say it, <laughs> you know, yeah. but there's other parts of self-expression, how you express yourself, how you feel about yourself. Are you on a date and then using a lot of self-depreciating humor? I find that really, for myself personally, I find it really hard to, even when I'm surrounded by girlfriends and listening to them talk about themselves, you know, we're all growing in this lifetime, yet having a hard time with acceptance. Mm -hmm. And it shows up in the way they express themselves by talk, how they talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it really takes me to, um, and I like to tie emotional intelligence with the four agreements by Don McGill Ruiz, because the first agreement is always um, speak your best, right? So you're mm-hmm. always speaking impeccably. You're being impeccable with your word. And, you know, for a long time, I thought that was always about how you speak of speak of others when they're in, not in your presence, right? Mm-hmm. And not, I'm not burning bridges, but what it really comes down to is you need to start with how you speak to yourself. Mm. And if you're telling yourself you're not beautiful, if you're telling yourself you're not confident, whether it be a leadership position, whether it be going on a date, you have already set yourself up because the su- subconscious mind doesn't know what's real and not real. All it hears is, I'm not confident. Well, let's make sure she's not confident, right? So there's that self-sabotage creeps in because of the thoughts that we're having. And where do those thoughts come from? So we need to start paying attention to what has influenced that thought. Did you have a a teacher or um, a parent or an old boyfriend say something to you that made you think that? I was um, years ago... I had someone that I wasn't interested in dating um, and expressed so that I got a five page written hand, you know, a line letter that you have uh, a lot of brains, but you don't have any beauty. So you better use your brains for something when you go to university. And I was like, but I was like 18 years old. I read it over and over and over. And then one of my friends came over and he read it and he's like, tear this up in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it was very hard to believe that someone thought of me that way. But then when you sit back and think about it, it's because he was rejected that he was using it in a form of manipulation and I wasn't going to allow that to happen. So this is the thing that I, when I think of people dating is to really be aware and that self-awareness is really important, is being self-aware of your core values and, and your worth is so important, especially in the dating scene. You know, I listen to my friends who are bumbling or swiping or whatever. <laughs> and it's so important that self-worth and what you feel you deserve is so crucial 
when people are in the dating world, because you can easily be manipulated and you can easily self-sabotage yourself if you're not willing to express yourself and have that awareness of what you truly want. Yeah, it's so true. And so important. it's one of the biggest things that I really work on with people because, you know, and without expressing yourself and being so clear on who you are and having that focus of, of, of that, that's when you attract lopsided relationships. I mean, there's a real correlation here between, you know, you just being kind of a good listener and morphing into what others want of you rather than being authentically you. And when you are clear with your intentions, who you are, how you feel, that's when you attract a healthy relationship too, that that's reciprocal. Otherwise, you're just the good listener, you know, to the narcissist or you're the fixer upper to, you know, the man child or whatever it is that ends up happening. And, you know, what you said is so true that that's how you lose focus too. When you're so busy, like comparing yourself to others or trying to fit into the mold of what others want of you, that loses that definitely causes you to lose that focus. And again, it'll like, you know, really attract those, those disconnected relationships. So I know I love this conversation. I mean, and by the way, who the heck didn't think you were smart and sexy? Like, I want to know that. (laughs) I'm like, he was so off. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. I just got really distracted with that. I lost focus. I like, yeah, she's, there's no way. Um, Okay. So this is really good. I wondered the other thing, how do you teach people to filter out the noise and distractions? Like, are there some techniques around that? Yes. Yes. So um, one of my favorite things to focus on when I'm coaching is mindset and really understanding where their focus and view is. How do they see the world? And when I listen to their language, that's where I start listening to the language when they say the word try. So as in the words of Yoda, there's no do or do not. So if you have something on the table, try to pick it up. You either do or you don't. When they say can't, the -hmm. word can't actually means I choose not to. Yeah. There's a difference between ability and capability. Right. So I really pay attention and listening to the language someday. Some days not on the calendar. I want concrete, very confident, focused language. So when I'm, I start with listening to language. The other thing is listening to and listening for judgment of self, judgment of others. So when they're talking about themselves that, you know, if they say, you know, I'm not pretty enough, or I'm not smart enough, yeah. or I feel like I'm missing, I'm not confident enough. It's really, what are you judging? How are you, what measurement are you using? So if I can shift from a place of judgment instead to be a learner and be from a place of curiosity, I'm able to ask really great questions about getting clear on what it is I want, getting to know someone on a deeper level versus a superficial conversation about the game Mm -hmm. or, you know, what lottery ticket you bought recently, you know, versus what book have you read recently and why did it resonate with you? Mm -hmm. What is one cause that's really important to you and why, right? To get to a deeper level of finding out what another person's core values are and do they align with yours? 
and really realizing, and again, I go back to Don Miguel Ruiz in the four agreements. The second one is whether it be positive or negative, but it's basically do not take anything personally, right? So we don't want to take anything personally knowing based on their experiences, other relationships, education, that their viewpoint could be positive. They could say, hey, you know what? You look fabulous today. And another person can walk by and say, you know what? I'm surprised you left your house. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's their lens. What matters is, do you feel hot today? Do you feel confident? Do you Bingo. feel beautiful? Yep. That's what matters. And any woman who walks in the room feeling confident is going to make people's heads turn or people stop talking. Yes. Like the red dress you have on. For sure. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and I want to piggyback off of that because that's a great list. Listening to the language, listening to judgment, finding out about the person, not taking things personally. And I'll add on also doing things in your body. You know, I think a lot of times, so many people are in their head and that actually you lose focus. So like, even like when you're approaching people at a bar or a social gathering, people are worried about what to say rather than what's in their environment to connect with, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's one of the first things that I teach people when we go into like these wing girl sessions. And so being more in your body, how do you feel? And also looking around and seeing what's around you helps you get into your environment. And guess what? That will help you be more connected in how you approach a conversation too, rather than, okay, what do I say? What do I say? Oh, do you come here often? Like, ugh, boring, not authentic. Like, it's just, you know, it, it, those are so important. Also, I would say for people who are losing focus too, and they have a zillion things going on in their head, doing other things like exercise, dance, movement, improv, things that can get you moving. And that's really important before, before going on a date, you know, and having kind of like an hour to decompress from like your work self to your body that you can, that will make such a big difference even in your body language. So besides the words, also paying attention to the body language and what you put on your body, like the red dress. So mm-hmm. I just want to piggyback off of that because I think that's a really comprehensive list that people can really do right away, right, right away, really. So emotions, yeah. emotion, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So I want to hear more, but um, I know that you have this really cool program coming up and like, let people know how to find you any kind of parting words of wisdom that you want to share. Well, you can go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. That's D-E-B-R-A-K-A-S-O-W-S-K-I.com. And I have a three-part mini course that's all video format plus assignments, of course, called Making Habits Stick, so that you can develop focus consistency, developing habits that turn into routine, so they become no-brainers, so that you truly can be successful with your goals. So it would really complement all the work that Kim does, and you can put your dating scheme and planning into that, thinking about the habits of how you take care of yourself, whether you're going to the gym, whether it's finding the right outfit, and setting those goals and doing habits really doing habits and becoming who you want to be because it really is when you're thinking about um, transferring this to the dating world Mm -hmm. it's really about 
how you see yourself and you're developing habits for the mate that you want to attract. You don't wait to be with someone to become that someone. You become that someone first and then that mate will come attracting to you. I love that. That's beautiful. And it's so true. And with that, with that habits that people will be creating, they're putting themselves into an experience they haven't had. And the more experience you have, more positive experience, that's going to raise your confidence and get focused on who yeah. you are. So I And they can it. join me on social media as well. And uh, uh, I, I'm quick to respond. So it'd be wonderful to hear from some of the listeners. Oh, awesome. Well, it's so good having you on. It was such a great conversation and good seeing you. And we'll definitely have fun in our red dress and Instagram. So everybody needs to look you out betcha. for that. <laughs> Red's the color to have. Yahoo! With the blonde <laughs> hair. So thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kim Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And make sure you go to my site, seltzerstyle.com. And if you're struggling to stay focused, to attract love. And you know, you might be using these distractions to protect yourself. Click the link you see here in the show description, download Deborah's stuff and just have that breakthrough for yourself and get clarity and focus with a dating power plan. Stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day. <laughs>